Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Hi there, welcome to a very special episode of the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm excited to introduce my guest today because I've watched her go from an overwhelmed coach with a dream of this simpler life to this grounded leader with a business that makes a difference for people, it gives back to the world, and it brings in consistent recurring revenue. Kimberly Miguel Mullen is a dance enthusiast who has been a member of the Six Figure Coach Club now for a little over two years. She created the first ever Afro-Caribe online dance studio, which shares the power of dance cultures with the world so she can give back to these same cultures that have given her so much. Now, Kimberly went through some growing pains over the last couple of years, and she shares them with us inside what is sure to be a very inspiring episode for you. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Kimberly, it has been a little while since I spoke with you, and I don't honestly know everything that's unfolded for you this year. So I feel like I am a listener along with everyone else, and I'm excited that you're here today to share your six-figure journey with us and talk about what you've learned as you've really grown your business this year. So thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, Dallas. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here today. To catch up with you. I'm smiling really big, my cheek. <laughs> I'm just so happy to see you and to be here. And I'm so honored for the event to share my experience and my story. Yeah, it's going to be great. Let's dive into it, shall we? So sure. I want to give everyone a little bit of context. Can you talk about, well, let's back it up because you and I have known each other for three years. Am I right that it's three years or? I think it's two. I think it's two. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. It's time. Can we just, uh, like, it's 2020, and it's been the longest year of my life. <laughs> You're probably right, actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. excluding this year, I think you. I think it has been three years. Wow, time just flies. I think we met in 2018, so it's two. Almost almost three. <laughs> We're coming up on three. Anyhow, let's, like, we Kimberly and I will figure that out <laughs> offline. <laughs> it hasn't been long, but I'll tell you, it's been so fun to watch that you transform and it seems like you've just been growing exponentially in the time that I've known you. Can you share with everyone a little bit of context? Where was your business at? And let's even just talk about 2020. So 2019 was a growth year for you, but where were you at the beginning of this year? And um, and what have you created as the year has unfolded? Okay, so um, this is really exciting to share because 
I, um, 2018 was one of the best years that I've had in my business. Um, and it's just, it's grown exponentially since um, I started working with you, really. Um, so I, it's exciting for me to share because I'm an artist. Um, I'm a professional dancer. Um, and I never get to really talk about my experience um, in the business part of what I do, you know, so mm-hmm. all of my students, they know me as teacher and dancer and performer. And, you know, it's, so, it's about 60 business, you know, yeah. to do to get me onto that dance floor. So, um, so I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, and uh, with you, you have helped me create something extraordinary. Um, when I first started working with you, I kind of, I came to you because I was coming to the end of like an eight year, um, full-time travel and touring schedule with zero home base. So I, I was full on gypsy mode, um, basically traveling from gig to gig and, um, which was as an artist, it's like a dream come true to be able to be in that position, to be able to travel full time. And, and so I was living my dream, but I started to come to, to the realization that um, I can't do this forever. Yeah. And that's when I had um, a friend of mine who was working with you. She referred me to you and she said, you know, you really need to talk to Dallas. So when I came to you, I think I was just really at the end of my rope. Like I didn't know how I was going to transition from full-time travel to a more stable um, and sustainable business. And so we talked through what the options were. I remember that first um, conversation we had so vividly and I have had experience working um, in digital media um, since like the early 2000s, I was like a DVD um, talent. Um, and so I had always this dream of being able to kind of um, put my dance, my own dance, own my own content and yeah. in a membership type of platform. And you were like, Kimberly, this is it. This is yeah. this is what we're going to do together. And I had tried to do it um, and by myself. And it just I spent thousands of dollars and never, never got anywhere. Mm -hmm. So when I started to work with you, you really taught me how to kind of like put those, um, build the foundation for that and actually like help me transition from full-time travel to to this new life that I have um, right now. So um, I know, I'm not sure if I answered your question, but. I think uh, this is great. And I want to loop everyone in before you go on. So. I, I remember when we met too, you were so clear about, and you saw it so vividly that there would be a way to take what most of us would think would be like only an in-person experience, right? This Afro-Caribe dance, and we have to be in the room and feel the beat of the drums. It's just so, it involves all of the senses. And you had this vision that it could move online and the how Um, And tell me if I'm wrong about this, but the how for you is where you got jumbled. And my sense was because that big vision was so clear, it was hard for you to break it down into tangible steps. You were only looking at how do I leap from where I am, which is completely offline, to being completely online. And we were able to break that process down for you. Right. You you helped me kind of like... um, 
uh, see that this 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 vision was 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 possible was yeah. was really um, it within reach because it did feel like so far fetched. Um, it felt like a very far fetched reality, and it just it actually gave me anxiety. You know, like <laughs> thinking about like how am I going to do this and. Yeah. At the same time, I'm starting to kind of feel myself kind of get tired from full-time travel. And I'm like, how am I going to then now birth this other um, platform? So you helped me so much um, in just kind of, well, there was so, I can't even... You're, you're, you're my angel, but, um, but like, but you just really helped me with all of those tangible steps and actionable steps that I'm, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a really, really good student. So like, you just told me what to do. And I just was like, I'm doing any, everything and anything Stella says. And I did, I followed through, you know, the other thing is following through building a solid structure for how this was going to go down. Um, um, accountability, responsibility. Yeah. Um, so slowly but surely. Also getting yeah. it wrong, don't you think? Like being willing oh, yeah. for it to for it to be messy and not super polished in the beginning. So that like don't get it perfect, don't get it going was such a motto, right? Oh, I have such yeah. a great memory because I remember from my experience was working with these huge budget, um, half a million dollar budgets with these companies, right? Like I worked with Gaia and and Acacia and they're bringing in like, you know, the top, you know, DPs and spending these big budgets. So in my mind, I thought that I had to do it like that, right? you know, and I didn't see that like, no, I can do it on my cell phone. (laughs) I can do this on the road. I had, I could, I could just film my classes on my cell phone and really everything that I need to film and to do that, film the content and to provide valuable content for my students can fit in my purse. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so you had the vision. We broke it into tangible steps. You gave yourself permission to just get started instead of doing it perfectly. So share it with everyone because you've now launched, opened up enrollment for your membership program, which is an online virtual dance studio three times. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, there's been three open enrollments. We Great. we opened um, the studio in May of 2018. Yeah. Okay. So a year, um, a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half. Okay. And that first launch, you're, it's all coming back to me. The first launch, your goal was 100 students. Exactly. And you got 114? Yes. I, I need to not remember those things. Why? Yeah, and I think that you kind of like based on the size of my list and based on like the statistics and things like that, you were preparing me for about 40. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Or like, Kimberly, you know, it's this is like it, 40 was going to be great, you know, if you reach that. And I said, no, I want 100. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we surpassed that yeah, in the first great. launch. Great. And then the second launch, what were the your- second launch? was um was in response to the pandemic okay Mm -hmm. um so that happened almost a year later so I was still kind of like from 2018 I was still kind of ending the touring so I was still kind of I had the studio open and then I was kind of coming to the end of of touring um and so my schedule was super busy so I didn't get another launch in that year and so it came around to the pandemic and I said 
I have to, to launch because people are going to need this. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, people are going to need movement in their lives and no one's going to be able to leave their homes. And so I just kind of, you helped me again, kind of come bring, um, launch again. Um, and so that, that one was also another like kind of shocker, you know, I didn't realize, um, you know, I had the goal like, Oh, I want to just make as much as, you know, I would be great to have the same amount of people as I got last time. And I, and I actually surpassed my first launch. Um, so it was, it's been growing and growing and, um, it's been, just surprisingly so such an incredible experience um to over to to like supersede your expectation right yeah and to surprise yourself yeah that's beautiful yeah so there's something I want to get into and I think this will be helpful for everyone listening because I struggle with this sometimes just it's like that compare and despair attitude or seeing what other coaches are doing or other business models and just starting, I, I can easily get hooked into there's only one way to do this, or my business should look like this, or this mentor told me that I've got to follow this method. And I get so hooked into that, that I can stop listening to my own t- intuition or forget about making decisions from my values. And I remember this came up a little bit for you in your third launch, Um, so I think it'd be helpful to share the details of that because we both learned a couple of really great lessons from that experience. Do you mind sharing? Sure. Okay. So the third launch came around when, um, so now, okay, the pandemic started in March and now we're in July and we're still in it. (laughs) We're still in it. And now we're dealing on top of that. We're dealing with social injustices, um, um, and, um, and violence, um, And so I was like, I needed to launch again. There was just like that another kind of intuitive feeling like because of the content that I provide in the studio and how there's a cultural component to it and an educational and historical component. um, I teach indigenous and sacred dances um, of the African diaspora. So the Caribbean, Cuba and Brazil. So and, and a lot of these dances that I teach are um, based on um, the events of you know, slavery and how these the African slaves were able to kind of use these dances as a, as a way of resistance and, and survival. So I thought, okay, like this is why these dances exist. I need mm-hmm. to, to, to share them with the planet right yes. now. And um, so I did a warrior challenge in July and um, and the goal had always been in terms of pricing and adjusting the prices that to, to open the enrollment um, with a $25 price point. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I first launched, I think there was only 12 classes in the studio. So it was yeah, $25 right. a month, um, recurring uh, membership sub- subscriber fee. And then eventually it was going to go up to 35 as the, as the studio evolved and, and, and has grown. And now we're up to 80 classes in the studio. So, and the, and the platform has really evolved. And so I thought, okay, this is a good time to up the price to $35. 
So I opened cart. <laughs> I had a very successful challenge, right, leading up to the open enrollment period. And then an open enrollment period came around and it was literally crickets. <laughs> and it was so confusing to me. I just was like, wait a minute, I had such a response. I had, you know, record-breaking attendance in my challenge, so much engagement, hundreds and hundreds of comments and and uh, and then crickets. Yeah. When the, when the, when the car opened, so I out to you. Um, we had a conversation, and you suggested that drop the price down to twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because people were emailing me and saying, "This is too expensive for me. I lost my job. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm financial hardship, and I want to have access to this, but I can't afford it." Yeah. Yep. So this is so I remember because this was on a hot seat call inside the club and it and we I don't want to say we butted heads, but that was not easy, an easy suggestion for me to give. And I know it was not something that you wanted to hear because I mean, let's be real for this incredible program you have. Thirty five dollars a month is the, the steal of the century. Right. And I, I know for me how easy it would be to get looped into, I don't know if it's my own stubbornness or my own fear or my own ego or just just the just my own anxiety around the launch. But I it would be hard for me to pivot. And yet here, this is what I was inviting. I'm, what a hypocrite, right? <laughs> it's so easy to give advice instead of take it. But I was inviting you to do that. And the reason was. We had data from two previous launches where you launched essentially in the same way, a five-day challenge moving into open cart. We had data on like pricing that worked. So what was it like? So you did drop the price, but what was that like for you coming to terms with that? And in particular, so I want to loop this back for everyone. I'm bringing this up with Kimberly because there's no perfect price and there's no right way to run your business. And there's so much hype around, I'm using giant air quotes here, if you could see me charging your worth, right? So, and it's like so easy to get hooked into that thinking and ignore what your audience needs and ignore what's aligned with your business values. And I know for you, you believe people need this dance in, they need this in their lives. And if the price point was the thing getting in the way, we needed to look at that. So what was that like for you like deciding to test that advice? And then how did it unfold? I really um, had to check myself in that moment um, and do some self-reflection um, on my own stubbornness um, around changing the plan. Right. And I was really stuck on the plan. I was like, no, this is what we had agreed to. And this is what has been the goal the entire time. And, and I think I was just over, being in a launch, you know, is already overwhelmed. And having to like, having to now shift the price. It was like, I'm already in it. And now I'm shifting the price. Like, so I, I think there was like that anxiety going on. And then there was like my own value issues, like, you know, knowing like, oh, wow, like this is so worth $35 a month. And oh, and I also wanted to be um, 
100% like in alignment with what I promised the charter members. I remember that being a big thing for me. So I remember being like, but I told the charter members that, that um, in the last two launches that the price was going to go up. Yeah. And that, and, and so that I kind of also felt like I was going to let the charter members down if I didn't raise the price. Right. It, it seemed, I had it told them, out of yeah, I had told them yeah. like, Hey, we're, the price is going to go up. So this is the last time to get in at the founding member rate of $25. Yep. So I didn't want to disappoint them. Totally. That, and that is so valid. So how did it unfold? Like, how did, so, how did you reconcile all of that? Well, you said something really um, incredible to me and I, and you know, and what you just said about like, um, making this information available to more people, which is what I want. You know, I want people to have access to this material because I truly believe in every cell in my body that this is healing um, for for people, especially right now. And so, in the end, it wasn't about me, and it never really, it never really is about the money, you know. Um, but but and when it should be, right? Like there are times in my career where I'm like, it's not about the money when it should be. And so now, <laughs> um, so, and then there's a whole other coaching situation going on there. But, um, but for this, it was like, oh, right. Like I'm trying to, to provide, this is Kimberly showing up as a leader in my community and, and being committed to the fact that like we're in a pandemic and now we're, we're in all the social injustices going on like I have really stepped up game um, in my leadership in my inside my community and if I was yeah. to really stay committed to that then I would needed to drop the price to yeah. make it available yeah yeah so this is about making hard decisions and asking hard questions and for everyone listening I don't want you to hear Kimberly and I say yeah you just have to like charge l- the least possible amount it's it's all about charging less and helping more people that it's that's not what we're saying. What we're saying here is coming back to your values and priorities when things feel confusing, coming back to your values and priorities and making decisions from that place. And your value, one of them was having a profitable business, right? Another one was making this available to people. And what we were finding was $35 a month for whatever reason, that breaking point, that price was making your business less profitable because you're you're hosting classes and you're maintaining the platform, whether you have one member in the group or you have a million members in the group. So I think where we ended up landing and who knows what will happen next time, right? But right. for this launch, where we ended up landing was if I want a profitable business and I want to really serve people, I know the price point. So now how do I stand behind that price point and feel like I'm in, in integrity with the found charter members? So what did you end up doing there? So um, I just ended up making the decision that, yes, I'm, I'm going back to the $25 and I just went back through my email funnel and I switched everything out. It took a little bit more work, but I also wrote another email um, explaining and being, and I was completely transparent to my audience that I heard you. Yeah. I've, I've received your messages. I've heard you. I see you. And I, and in response to that, these are the steps that I'm doing in order to make this available to you. So it just being transparent I have and 
to do it this way. And because of you and, and, and through this process, I have decided now to, to, to offer it and drop the price back down to 25. So it was a little bit of a, a cleanup, I guess. Was it even, is it, can you even call it a cleanup? But, but it was so easy to do again, when you're coming from a place of value. Yeah. Um, and I could be completely honest. Yeah. And I think that they really appreciated that in the 100%. end. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so did you end up, so you had zero sales. Did you end up getting sales? <laughs> I I actually ended up almost making the the same amount of enrollment as I did the other other launches, and so it, it actually was a, a a complete. It was the right thing to do, um, and because it, it it turned out to be a success story in the end. Yeah, yeah, and isn't that interesting that that ten dollars would make a difference, right? It, it, yeah, and it does. It does for this. Um, I realized, um, and the, the, the membership that came in, in this last enrollment period, because of that, I feel like we have, there's just something really special about the people that came in this time. I think because we've had, we had that dialogue, (laughs) you know, and, and they really value, they really do value, um, the work that we're doing and they, they contribute, um, their contributions are so incredible. So, yeah, it, it turned out to be, you know, I learned a valuable lesson and that is to be flexible for change yeah. and not to be so stuck and stubborn mm-hmm. on the plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> but data helps, you know, you're, you're a big um, proponent for, for data. And if I didn't have the systems in place, right, mm-hmm. to, to look at the data and to really step back and see the big picture and get perspective, then I don't know. I think I might've just been like kind of hard headed about it. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see myself falling into that as well. So, okay. So this is really, so, so far my takeaways are flexibility is key. It's always okay to change course and your audience loves you for it when you communicate. I, right. Cause it's, I'm, I'm an Enneagram three and we care a lot about what people think of us. <laughs> I know there would be a part like, Oh, what are people going to think? And am I keeping my word and like going down that rabbit hole? But when we just share the behind the scenes and communicate, people just respond to that in such a beautiful way. And that was your experience. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures, and the Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week, so again, and the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. So I'm just curious, 
what has, how has the way you see yourself shifted? So it sounds like you've basically moved from couch surfing lifestyle, <laughs> dancing around the world, like having this amazing artistic life to settling down and moving your business online. So that's that in and of itself is this massive transformation. But I think you've also, what are your numbers around how much your revenue has increased? So I'd love to hear some of the data there. And then what I really want to hear is how has the way you see yourself shifted over this time? Well, it was really exciting to, um, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so I'll start here. Um, It was really exciting to do my 2019 taxes, my financials, and and to discover that I have a six-figure business, that I transitioned Yay. from a five-figure to a six-figure business. Um, and um, with the, um, the, 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 the membership uh, virtual dance studio, um, and that was really, that's, that's really exciting for me because um, I have been longing for more stability in my life and to kind of get out of the survival mode that artists can can so easily fall into and um, living kind of month and gig to gig. So to have this reoccurring revenue in my, in my life now has completely changed me as a person. Like I, I, I don't have anxiety anymore. <laughs> I have now home. I've settled down um, for the first time in eight years. Face now. Um, one of the things that happened was that I had a freak accident and got injured in December. Yes. Yeah. So I could not dance for seven months. Wow. And this studio, this membership program saved my life because mm-hmm. I had already recorded all of, of this content that I was able to, to release into the studio while I was recuperating from my injury. Yeah, that's really So cool. had I not, you know, had I not created the timing of the virtual dance studio for me was just a life-saving um, uh, experience. And so... Now, where I'm at with my financials, which is just another, just it blows my mind, is that now I just worked with my accountant and I have now almost tripled my net <laughs> from 2019 and have and have decreased my, my business expenses in half. Wow. So you're paying yourself more pain myself more and I didn't even dance physically dance for seven months out of this year yeah I mean I am blown away (laughs) that's amazing that's exciting so exciting (laughs) and now I'm just now I'm back dancing and I'm back in and now we're all in and now we're just like through the roof that's amazing that's great okay so I I want to ask about this leadership thing or how how you're relating to yourself differently. But first, let right. me just find out, because I, I can sense myself get wanting to know when you're launching again. <laughs> We're talking about all your, your dance studio and when you're launching. So let's just take like a quick time out to let everyone listening know, because I think you're launching again relatively soon. Is that right? 
Our, our uh, last launch of 2020 mm -hmm. is um, will be in November 30th. So okay. November 30th through the 4th. Okay. So this episode drops on November 29th. So for everyone listening, um, and you, I love how you launch because you do these five-day dance challenges. Right, and that's actually the challenge is that those five days and then the cart will be open, I believe, until the, I think it's either the 10th or the 11th of okay. December. Okay, cool. So where do we go to sign up for the dance challenge? You can sign up for the wait list to, to receive notifications on when we open up the cart. Um, the website address is kmmdancestudio.com. Okay, great. We'll put it in the show notes. You'll be the first to know. Yeah. Okay, good. We'll put it in the show notes. That's exciting. <laughs> great. All right. So now my big question, as we wrap this up, how, what's changed about the way you see yourself? Oh, um, I feel more grounded. Um, I feel like a, a real boss babe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a real legit, legit boss babe now. Like I just, <laughs> um, because I mean, for lack of a better word, right. But like, but I really feel like a true kind of entrepreneur. I feel like I have grown so much about, you know, how to kind of schedule my, myself. I'm just so I'm a better planner. Um, I have more space in my life, you know, to, to spend quality time with my friends and family. Um, so I'm healthier. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm way healthier than I have ever been. My creativity is, is higher. Um, so I, I have more stability in my life, um, and more security. Um, but, um, but, you know, I, I feel myself now, working smarter and not harder. Yeah. You know, and also just like, um, what we always talk about is doing less, like really learn the value of less is more. And I yeah. didn't really know that before this. Great. Talk about that a little bit. Cause right. I think this was a big lesson for you, right? Really leaning into less is more. So what was that like for you? Okay. So Less is more also is going deeper. And you talk about that a lot. You know, it, it's not so much about like expansion, expansion, expansion. It's about going deeper. And that really resonates with me. Um, um, but I was that person that would just overwhelm my audience. I ha You actually told me one time, you're like, Kimberly, you're in constant launch mode. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like doing workshops and intensives and there was a performance and there was a retreat all in like the same month or something I like remember, that. Right. So you, um, you know, you, you gave me a, a hard, a hard talking to and we're like, you're constantly in launch mode. Like, how are you going to like, uh, you're overwhelming your audience and an overwhelmed audience says no. Mm -hmm. So the mi confused mind says no. Yeah. So I have really learned um, to streamline my uh, my my offerings, um, and the, the membership platform has helped me do that um, um, because now everything kind of is just inside of the, the 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 studio, and so I'm not really like I'm well nobody's traveling right now, but like I not running here and there and all yeah. over the place, and yeah. so it's also just like learning how not to overwhelm my audience, you know, and to, to go to, to provide more value, um, in the, and let the less events that I'm offering. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it, yeah, I really hear you. It's interesting because the image I had as you were sharing, so 
the metaphor is going to be a little bit different for you as an artist, like living from gig to gig, you were in a gig to gig mindset, right? So if I want to make more money, have more freedom, have more of whatever, the natural solution was I got to do more gigs, right? So for you, it was, oh, I have to teach more classes. I have to have more events. Maybe we'll do an Italy retreat on top of the Cuba retreats. And so you're piling on. And with with other coaches who, it may not be a gig to gig mentality, but it's this month to month mentality, right? I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to get through the month? And it's just, we think in order to have more, we have to do more. And what it does, like like you so beautifully stated, for your audience is create confusion and overwhelm and no sense of urgency or desire, right? So instead of what more, how many more gigs can I do? You really got good at how can I go all in on the studio? So now that's this truly valuable experience for everyone who's there instead of, oh, cool, I'll go to a class in Fresno with her and, oh, great, she's always doing these retreats. Maybe I'll do one sometime, so that's, and that's the thing that opened the doors for you to feel more grounded and make sound decisions and see more revenue and also create a true connection with the right people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It really helped me also just like zero in on my target audience mm-hmm. and really, um, really kind of, um, build out this niche, you know, that I have, yeah. um, and so, and, and I could not do that without stepping back and like giving, creating space in my life, you know, mm-hmm. to really look at the big picture and also to just have that, that, that moment of pause where I'm just like, okay, like, <laughs> um, that I think really, truly, you know, the pandemic did give us, you know, that pause mm-hmm. to really sit back and look and say, oh, okay, like, I don't have to do all of the things that I think people want from me, you know? So now I just feel like it's a different type of relationship I have. Like now, like business works for me and I don't work for it. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. Yep. Wow. That's so I, yeah. So I just, like I said, I just feel so much more confident. I feel like I can show up as a leader. I feel like I can truly authentically be myself Mm, because when you're kind of like reacting, you're constantly in reacting mode, you know, you're reacting to like what you think people are expecting or what you think that they want. Like you're not really being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, or to a certain extent, you know, but, but I feel pulled in so many directions. Um, and I felt like I had to kind of accommodate everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so now, you know, now everyone gets the benefit of really being energized and, you know, rested and, um, present, really yeah. present with, yeah. with what I'm doing and what I'm offering. And now I can offer these amazing experiences for people and go deeper into these experiences mm-hmm. and people can have more profound experiences, you know, with less um, pressure, less like confusion on what am I going to choose? <laughs> yeah. Right. Less noise. Yeah. So before we say goodbye, I just, I'm tapping into our listeners here. If you had 
one message for another coach out there who really would love to build a six-figure business and have a similar experience that you had? What would you tell them? Wow. Well, I think I kind of already said it, um, but less is more. Yeah. Less is more. Um, But that comes with, again, just like really that less is more is setting up, you know, uh, like sustainable structures in your business, um, getting the data that you can so you can actually look from an outside perspective so you're not like so emotionally kind of driven. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your business is not drama driven. (laughs) Um, so that, that has been a a huge game changer for me, you know, and, and like, kind of just like trusting, like trusting that, that, um, that, that what you do and what you contribute to the world is actually valuable as it is that you don't have to keep, you know, just kind of doing more, I guess, to, to kind of, um, to provide more value and more and more and more. And again, expansion, I think is a big, is a big key word for, I think a lot of artists are always like, I always expansion, expansion, expansion. And it really wasn't until I, I like stopped focusing on expansion and I was just like, whoa, like, I actually think that my niche doesn't want to expand. I think my niche wants to her audience, wants to go deeper into what we're doing. And that's when everything changed for me. Yeah. Okay. That's so beautiful. So less is more. And in order to live by that, it's about trusting yourself, but also trusting your audience and listening to them and making decisions from that place instead of all the noise that we see scrolling through our Instagram feeds, right? Or like on these. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, Congratulations on a record year for yourself. And I'm so glad you're healed and back dancing and just really impressed, Kimberly, at how you have shown up and built this incredible um, platform from nothing, from your imagination. And now it's so real and thriving. And it's just such an honor to watch, watch all of that unfold. I really have to, I mean, I, I feel like this is, <laughs> I feel like this is a we, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I do because I, I, um, I'm so grateful for all of your coaching and all of your support um, uh, to help get me there, you mm. know, and for showing me how to do it. Mm. You know, what we created is the first dance platform of its in the on the whole planet yeah you know this was before this was launched before everyone got keen to online dance classes so this platform has now become like a model you know for for I see so many dancers like now trying to implement what we created with this so it's it's more you know I'm glad so I'm glad about talking about the business side because it's it's more than just the art and the dance and that in and of itself is so valuable, but, but it also equally is the business part and how we were able to build this out and bring this vision to life um, is, is just so extraordinary and remarkable. Yeah. Well done. Oh, people. Yeah. So people good. are dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. So I'm going to put a note in the show notes about your five day challenge, which, which kicks off on the 30th of November. 
right? So people can check Correct. that out and then check out the studio. And here's to another record-breaking year next year. Thank Congratulations. you so much, Dallas. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then... Keep going on your six-figure journey.